Turn with me in your Bible again to 1 John chapter 2. Uh, we're going to continue our, our study in, uh, in the book of 1 John. Um, and uh, this week we're going to be talking about, well, the title of this message is actually Dribble the Basketball. Uh, so we're going to begin reading the passage, 1 John chapter 2, 7 through 17, and then we'll get to the basketball part in a little bit. Uh, but he writes, Beloved, I am writing you no new commandment, but an old commandment that you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. At the same time, it is a new commandment that I am writing to you, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I am writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the evil one. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Let's pray together. God, we just thank you today for this commandment that was from the beginning, and it is a commandment of love how that your heart is a heart of love and we thank you God that the true light is already shining in this world and we thank you that that light is Jesus Christ our Lord God we pray that you reveal to us today if we are saying we're living in light but we have hatred in our heart Deliver us of that evil today, Lord. Fill us with love for those that we hate. Fill us with light if we're walking in darkness today. Give us sight if our eyes are blinded by our own sin, our own hatred. Thank you, God, that our sins are forgiven. And help us, Lord, to abide in you and to overcome the evil one. God, if we're in love with this world and the things of this world, deliver us of that idol worship and help us to remember this world is passing away. God, help us, empower us, give us strength today to do your will. Whatever the cost, help us, Lord Jesus to abide in you, and to do your will. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. In the Old Testament, uh, as this passage talks about, the Old Commandment in the Old Testament, the people of Israel were commanded to love God with all their heart and soul and mind and strength and to love others just like Jesus commanded us in the New Testament. But we, as New Covenant believers, New Testament followers of God, have something they didn't have. They didn't have a concrete idea of how to do that. How do you live a life that loves God in this world uh, You know, while you're in human flesh? How do you live a life that loves God and loves others? We didn't know what that looked like. We didn't have a concrete idea of how to do that. And so it's kind of like if I threw a basketball to you today and you had never seen a basketball before and you had no idea what it even was other than it was a circular thing in your hands and I said dribble the basketball. Well, you've never seen anybody dribble the basketball. You don't know what a basketball hoop looks like. You don't know what a basketball game is. You've never, you know, met anybody, heard of anything. You know, you don't know what basketball is. And I throw a basketball and I say, dribble it. Well, you don't know, right? So you might be using your elbow and you, oh, is, here, I'm dribbling the basketball. Or maybe you start bouncing it off your head. Look, I'm dribbling the basketball, right? Or you start kicking it with your foot. Oh, look here, I'm dribbling the basketball, right? And, uh, but you're not dribbling the basketball because uh, you don't know what what dribbling the basketball is, right? Uh, and so, uh, and so we have to think about that, right? That's what the New Testament. Uh, that's what we have over the Old Testament followers. They had no concrete idea of what it was like to love God, to to love others. But in the New Testament, we have a clear example of exactly what it looks like, of exactly what it sounds like to love God and to love others. Even what it looks like to express love for the very ones who nailed Jesus to a cruel cross. We saw how he even loved them. And so we have this example of what it looks like to be followers of Jesus Christ. We have that concrete example. We have the rules and regulations that He set out for us. And so why aren't we? Why aren't we doing more and more to love God? And so I want you to think about that and, and take the word hate and make an acrostic out of it. And if we want to live for the Lord and love others and love God, we've got to, number one, take that H in hate and just make a commitment in our life to hold no hatred in your heart. Be somebody that heals others, not somebody that perpetuates hurt. Hold no hatred in your heart. Make that a, a motto, a plea that you're, you're going to strive to love God first and love others and have no hatred in your heart. 
In that way, you can be free to heal others. If we're hurting, then what we end up doing is hurting others. But when we've endured hurt and we let Jesus Christ heal us, then we know what it's like to be healed. And so instead of just perpetuating hurt, we want to heal others. So first of all, just hate no one. Hate nothing. And, and you know, hate nothing that God has created, right? Hate no creation of uh, people. We are created in the image of God. Hold no hatred in your heart. And then the A in hate, accept what you cannot change. If you want to be somebody that loves God and loves others, we can't have hatred in our heart and we have to accept what we cannot change. There's a lot that happens that is horrible and bad and we don't know why it happens or uh, what is going on. And so we have to trust God and we have to accept what we cannot change. And so that's the T trust in God because God can do more than just change he can do more than just change things for a little while like right you're, you're hungry and so to change that situation you eat a meal and that helps you for five or six hours and then you're hungry again right God can do more than just change he transforms so trust in God, accept what you cannot change and what you cannot uh, transform and trust that God is the one who can change and transform. Hold no hatred in your heart. Accept what you cannot change by trusting God. And then through prayer, eject hatred. Wherever it is, eject it. Nope. I want, somebody did something to me and it made me really mad and I want to start hating on them, but... You're out of here, hatred. I'm not going to do it. Like if you if you start yelling at the ref in the, in the basketball game, he's going to kick you out of there. You're out of here, right? And that's what we want to do in, in, in our lives. When hatred starts to rise up, you're out of here in Jesus' name. Get out of my life. I'm not going to hold on to hatred. But that It's got to be through prayer. You can't do it on your own. You've got to talk to God about it. Eject hatred through prayer. Effect change in others with education, encouragement, and edification. With education, encouragement, and edification. Hating people does nothing to help them and it hurts you more than it hurts them. But if you'll be somebody that starts to educate people in the Word of God, what can we do to better educate people about the truths of Jesus Christ, about how to study God's Word, encourage people in their walk with God, encourage people to, to, uh, to get hatred out of their life, to live for the Lord, to be healers. What can we do to encourage others and to edify, to build up others in the name of Jesus Christ? Hold no hatred in your heart. Heal, don't hurt. Accept what you cannot change. Trust in the God who can do more than change. He can transform your life. He can, can transform your heart. He can take a man that was possessed by truly thousands of demons, set him free, 
He was like a new creation. People didn't even recognize him. If God can do that for a demoniac, he can do it for me. He can do it for you. God can transform lives, eject hatred through change, through prayer, effect change in others, not by hating them, but by educating, by encouraging, by edifying. Think about it again. I threw you a basketball, and you had no idea what basketball was, and I started commanding you to dribble it, or you're going to hell. You wouldn't know what. What are you talking about? And we can't. We've got to teach people who Jesus is. We've got to share His love. We've got to shine His light. We've got to make them thirsty for the things of God, and then they'll come in and get to know us. And and you know, as we get to teach them what Jesus has done and who He is, then they go, I want that for my life. I know now how to dribble this basketball, right? And that's what we've got to do. Right? We've got to not just toss people this message, this gospel idea, and then leave them abandoned. Don't tell them how to dribble. Don't tell them the rules. Don't tell them the regular. Don't tell them to count the cost. And just like there's rules in basketball, right? we're not allowed to dribble with our head. Or our feet, unless you're playing soccer, then you can dribble with your feet. But in basketball, you can't dribble with your feet. In basketball, you can't dribble with your elbow. In basketball, you, you can't dribble with both hands, right? You can only use one hand. And the same is true about the Word of God. We have the example of Jesus Christ. But we have people walking around dribbling with their elbows saying, yeah, I'm a follower of Jesus and I got all this hatred in my heart and I do what I want to do and God's going to forgive me and it's okay and I'm going to be in a better place and blah, blah, you know, all this lies and false teaching, right? We have the example of Jesus Christ. We have the rules and regulations in God's word. We know what it looks like to be a follower of God in a wicked world, to be a light shining in the darkness. We know what it looks like. We have the word of God. We have the example of Jesus Christ. And so we cannot claim that we love him, that we follow him, and John says this, not me. We cannot claim that we love Jesus and follow him if we hold on to hatred in our heart against anyone. So I want to encourage you today to pray about that. Are you dribbling with your head or your elbow? Are you holding hatred in your heart? Are you letting bitterness take root because you can't accept what you cannot change? Are you not trusting in God to transform? Are you not ejecting hatred? Are you not changing this world and the lives around you through sharing God's word, through encouraging people, through edifying people? I challenge you today. Live like Jesus did. Heal like Jesus healed. Help like Jesus helped. If we say, if we say, we, we follow Him, but we hate our brother, we hate our sister, we say we walk in the light, but we hate them, we're still in the darkness. We're still in the darkness. Ask God today to, 
to take that off. Right? If you're living in the world, loving the things of the world, not trusting in God, this world's passing away. Time is short. We don't know when our last day will be. Give your life to Jesus Christ today. Give up the hate. Give up the worship of the world and turn to Him and let Him teach you how to dribble the basketball. Let's pray. God, if there's anyone here hearing your word today and they just know in their heart they need to be saved, we pray today that you would help them, that you would give them the words to just cry out to you and to invite you today to be their Savior and Lord. Move in their lives through your power. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.